Hey there, this is Jay Branstetter, and welcome to another mini-sode of I'm From the Internet. Uh, this, for those of you who didn't listen to the intro uh, upload, basically because it's the holiday and I don't have access to my, I, I'm not really in a life position to be creating the type of content I normally want to make, I felt like I should put something up on the feed because we've been on a break for a while. And so I wanted to do kind of basically like a retrospective on something awful uh, the year 2023 in its history, because when we started the show, um, I was, I was very sort of, I had a lot of praise for the forums and the directions they were going. I felt like I was kind of cautiously optimistic about its future under its new ownership in spite of some misgivings. And I'm, I'm sad to report that unfortunately, like my, my faith in the future of something awful kind of died this year. Um, and that sounds dramatic, but I'm going to try and just go through it, and I've done some outlines here. I've done an outline here, but I know this is going to go off the rails, so I'm sorry ahead of time, but hopefully you will get some enjoyment out of this, like, and some meaning, and maybe I'll get to do some good goofs. We'll see. So, um, the way that 2023 started going into it, I feel like, technically, I should start with a few days before it, uh, December 26th, 2022. Um, this is the day after Christmas is called Boxing Day, December 26th. And this day became known in forms history as the Boxing Day Massacre. Uh, what happened on um, what happened on the oh also before we go into this again, uh, for those of you to listen to the intro episode, I'm recording this in my car on my phone. I don't have a, I don't have a laptop right now. I don't have like access to editing or anything. I'm just on my phone. I tried to get a microphone hooked up to this thing, but it is not working. So thankfully, hopefully, this is at least like a decent quality. I, but basically, what I'm planning. Um, sorry. So there might be times when like I have to like stop for a second, or like I might stumble over a line and it's not edited. I know this isn't my normal standards, but I. If basically, if I was up to my normal standards, you wouldn't be getting anything. So I figure I'm not going to let perfect be the enemy of good here. Um, so basically, the Boxing Day Massacre, um, what it was, was the day after Christmas on QCS, Questions, Comments, Suggestions, the Feedback Subforum, uh, someone, I, can't, like, I, don't, I don't even remember what the specific argument was over. No one really talks about that part of it anymore. It's just like people are having some dumb argument about like forum politics stuff. And Jeffrey of Yas Post, the owner, uh, went into the thread and just said like, it's the day after Christmas. You should be spending time with your families instead of like arguing about this bullshit. Take a break. And then basically he, 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 everyone in the thread got a seven day probation telling them like you know just like take a break from the forums and spend time with your family and um and the thing is like first off that capability to probate to punish every single person who had ever posted in a thread that was a, a site function that no one knew existed you have to remember like a part of the the thing that's been going on with the site is like they're having like the front page wasn't getting updates and stuff because the idea is like we can't do anything new we're focusing entirely on the back end right now it's you know you have to be patient and then it's like wait we can't do anything you can't give us any of the features we want but you can create this like forum super weapon that lets you like just indiscriminately smite and 
entire thread full of people. And I want to be absolutely clear. I think that these people are being huge babies about this. I think like the thing, like on something awful, when you get probated, which is what they got, you can still read the forums. You still have access to the forums. The only different thing is you can't post. And there's like a bright purple banner at the top of the every page being like, Hey, you can't post for this many more times or whatever. Click here to see why you messed up. Like, you know, just like, again, these people could still read. They just couldn't post. And it just it absolutely broke their minds because, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit more about it. But basically, the thing you have to understand about Something Awful is there is like this sort of I'm not going to name the individual posters because it's like a whole thing like these people like everyone goes there's the same group of people that keep causing all this trouble and so this group of people made it so like if you point that out they go oh you're making lists uh we got a list maker here calling someone a list maker is basically like this weird coded way of saying that it's like it's basically going that it's basically implying that you're being unreasonable it's implying that you are like hitler it's like you know who else made lists that's right you know it's saying that you are just like or like a mccarthy figure if you want to be slightly more generous but either way, it sucks. It's a thing that they do. So I'm just not going to engage with that at all. I'm not going to say who it was or name them or anything. But it's just like a group of people, and they suck. And the thing about something awful is, is forum software is that by default, if you post in a thread, uh, if you don't change the settings, it will bookmark the thread that you posted in, and that thread will be in your bookmark. So whenever you go to the control panel, you'll see a list of all your bookmarks. And there is a group of posters on something awful that are just like super low effort checked out, where all they do is just like, all their posts are just sort of like a continuous rolling chat about like video games and YouTubers. Like, like just like the most low effort white noise content. But they do it constantly, and they just do it in whatever thread they currently have open. Like, they don't really keep track of where they are. So, they like, whenever they post in a thread, it gets added to their bookmark. Just for the end of time, that person is going to just keep showing up and posting about video games or Dark Side Phil or whatever. And it sucks, It's and but, like, no one does anything about it because of stuff I'm going to talk about more. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, so, anyways... I like, like, I got a little distracted there, but the point is, like, I think Jeffrey, like, I don't think Jeffrey was in the wrong here. I think that this is absolutely a message that a lot of these people could take to heart. That you don't need to just constantly relitigate your posting enemy, your, your, like, grudge against your posting enemy all day, every day. You can take a break sometimes. You can, like, find something else to talk about. And instead of taking that to heart, these people just became even more obsessed with the forums because now it was like they had this, like, cause to fight against. Like, the one-year anniversary of the Boxing Day Massacre is coming up in a few days, and people, like, people talk about it on a daily basis still. Like, this is something that is invoked as, like, an albatross around the neck of the owner, as if this was some, like, crazy thing he did and not, like... Like, the fact that people are still this angry about it, I think, kind of proves him right. That, like, these people really do need to log off. And, and and unfortunately, like, being forcibly given a break during the holidays. That's the thing, too, is a lot of them... The really sad part about this is when they came back. Like, also, that's the thing, too, is, like, eventually he was like, okay, the community obviously disagrees with what I've done, so I'll, like, amend it and, like, let them come back early. It was when they did, people were like, were like, I don't have anything to do. This forum is, like, the only thing I do. It's the holidays. I'm not working. I just want to hang out and post all day about how Dark Side Phil is epic and Yakuza is based and whatnot. And I can't do that anymore because you took away my posting. Basically, it was like... This 
this forum is the only thing I live for, and you took that away from me. You've made an enemy for life, Mr. Yaspos. Like, like that type of bullshit. It was embarrassing. And, like, to give you an example of how, like, how, like, over-the-top people were about this. Someone, like, went in Blender, I think, and made, like, a render of, like, a 3D wall of a monument to the fallen. Like, like, the one, like, that one, like, the the one in, I think, like, I think, like, the Vietnam Monument in Washington, D.C., where it's, like, a big black wall of marble with names in it. Like, they did that, but for the posters on the floor. But, like, even as a goof, like, like, that's not a super funny goof, but they were actually, I know they were actually too serious about it, because later on, they went back and would, like, edit names out of it whenever those posters, like, pissed them off. Like, what, like one of them, would, like, became a moderator, and they took off, it's like, no, you're, you tr- you're a traitor. It was, like, just, just, I don't know, if, I can't remember if that was exactly it, so please don't quote me on that, but just stuff like that. That's something, too, like I said, this is an oral history. This is all kind of, like, I went, like, I put together an outline for this, but this is all kind of my personal, like, I'm going out, like, basically, some of the stuff might not be 100% accurate please don't please don't quote like at me or whatever like probably so like probably don't want to cite this as like an official source again this is just me trying to come up with some content for you guys so this is all just kind of like fun laid back story time shit this isn't like i don't want to have to defend or litigate any of this um but yeah just the boxing day massacre so that is that is how we go into the year is all these posters that have nothing in their life better to do in their lives, but spend all day every day posting on something awful about nothing, um, are all very angry. So now, uh, being angry at the forums is what they have all day every day. Uh, so so QCS question comment suggestion becomes basically unusable because now every thread there is just people are just constantly making like pissy threads to complain and take pot shots at the moderators and dig up like their old grudges and like they're like pouring over everyone's post history try and find something to complain about it, it's miserable and it sucks and like the site is like causing is interfering with the site's ability to function because they can't get feedback that they need they can't and that is like a part of how the site works so eventually they in, Ju- in january they they shut down qcs like the site like w- like whatever the intention of the sub forum was it is no longer living up to that if this place is not functioning it is just like a place for it is just like we need to do something new so the month that QCS was shut down was good and quiet because people didn't have a lightning rod for drama. Uh, the drama posting bubbled up elsewhere throughout the forums in like weird little pockets, but it didn't have this kind of focused core that everyone could go to to be like, okay, what are we angry about today? And legit, like a part of me like kind of wishes like they just kept it closed. Like they don't like like something awful didn't have QCS for most of its history. That was something that they invented in the 2010s. Like it's like when I found out that credit scores are barely older than I am. Like this is something that this isn't something that's just how things have to be (laughs) In, in both contexts. But, but yeah, but the drama posting kept bubbling up elsewhere, especially like the, 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 the sagas and drama thread that the PYF, like, I think they might've had to close it too, just because like it got taken over by that. But basically in February, QCS's replacement is opened up uh, sad, something awful discussion. And the premise of sad is that they're trying to curb drama and off topic posting by doing their best to mimic a ticketing system but within the limits of the forum software so the idea is when you make a new thread in sad it starts off locked no one can reply to it no one can post it because what was happening was people would make a thread in qcs that was largely just like a pretense to get to argue about their their political forum enemies again and then people would do like like 
pages, sometimes like tens of pages of angry grudge posting, like working themselves up into a frenzy before a moderator had a chance to even weigh in. So by the time the moderator got there, the thread was basically ruined. It was just like a nuclear wasteland. So there was, it was like, they were like, we can't keep letting people do this. So what we're going to do is now these threads are started locks. The idea is you can create your thread with your, with your problem or whatever, and then it will sit there. So people can't reply to it. People have time to read it and think on it. Then eventually when a moderator has time they will read it and reply to it or they will they will read it and then they will like they will reply to it they could decide to unlock it and allow further discussion basically they're like we need to try this locked down um and the drama posters lost their shit about this because not being able to immediately pitch a fit about what was bothering them was like you know cutting off their that, that was their fix they needed it um so goons being goons uh when they don't get their way they try and bully whoever is stopping them uh one trick that drama posters and something awful uh seem to have a baffling amount of success with is coming up with pissy little catchphrases for perfectly normal things and then just like repeating those catchphrases to try and make people feel like a normal thing is actually bad or shameful uh like for instance uh on something awful you're not allowed to post slurs and hate speech uh now punishing people for for posting slurs and hate speech is uh being a word filter that is their insult word filter moderation word filter mods just being a word filter this you know the whole point basically it's that is their that is their pithy little dismissal of that and the other one uh that they came up with in the wake of this is that posters that have unique talents and perspectives and life experiences that make them assets to the community this thing that is like a good thing that you should have no now those are forum pets like these are middle-aged men whose master stroke is calling someone a teacher's pet like it's this is this is embarrassing like that is something i really want to go into this emphasizing if nothing else as a comedy forum something awful is the least funny it has ever been like at least the cat lady era as they call it like when people weren't trying to be funny there was still some humor to be gleaned from that this is people who like there's nothing here this is just it's horrible um but anyways, like like and you also like everywhere else on the internet, goons have fully internalized the language of identity politics as a tool to cynically manipulate people. Like again, like uh like you know, there's there's a genocide going on right now in Gaza and we're kind of having that happen with that where people are doing the whole like, "Oh, saying that genocide is bad, uh, nice anti-semitism." Like basically that whole saga dance that finally people are like wising up to and isn't working anymore. But like this is something that happened there as well where people where now what is happening on something awful is um like okay slurs have always been against the forum rules and like and and the R slur by the way this isn't me editorializing according according to like the special olympics and the majority of like social of like psychological groups like like the R word is a slur so please don't take this up with me take it up with the special olympics and i say that purely be- and i say that like both sincerely and like in the old internet what, internet insult way like i would love to see you lose a fight with the special olympics about whether or not a word is a slur because then i could say you lost the special olympics and like it's like a double double meeting also speaking of special olympics gotta say that movie the ringer with johnny knoxville actually a very good movie like in hindsight, like one thing that hasn't aged about it well is the fact that uh, it has actors that aren't uh, that aren't disabled playing disabled people, which I understand is is not a good look now. But like, 
it was made in cooperation with the Special Olympics, and it, like, portrays it pretty well, and is, like, a very sweet and fun movie. Like, there's legit, like, legitimately, that movie was one of the things that kind of inspired me into becoming a content creator, because this is what happens when I don't have access to editing software, by the way. You get all the really weird digressions. So, in that movie, Johnny Knoxville's character is, like, someone who wanted to be, he's, like, someone who has, like, a shitty office job, and he's, like, trying to rig the Special Olympics to get money. And And they basically, and then like the people there like figure out what he's doing and they try and help him because the guy who's winning is like he fucking sucks they want him to lose like that's one of the things i really like about that movie was they they made a movie about the special olympics that has a disabled villain who is actually very fun like that is a part of why it is fun the fact that it has a villain like like so often like like people who have disabilities or are like part of like, like they have to be like the model minority it's fun that like that's one of the reasons i love it it's like no all the people in that it's like it's a it's a fairly brothers movie it's like a weird kind of gross out comedy but they get to be like fun like that's one of the weird things about the fairly movies i don't really like their movies but the fact that they like are pe- like that's like a pet issue of theirs is like people like the mentally disabled and they always like put care like actors and characters like that in their movies and promote like the like the organization like that i always think that's so cool and it's just like i always wonder how stuff like that happens that people randomly have a thing that they're interested in like now that i'm friends with fred like i noticed osteogenesis imperfected stuff in so many places i didn't realize like i was doing my annual rewatch of mad max fury road on a fucking phone <laughs> because of my living situation and it, and at the beginning when um Colossus Colostrum over that guy's name it shows up I was like holy shit that guy has osteogenesis and perfecta I didn't realize that I just I just thought he was like I, I, I now I know what that is and I can have like the significance of that and it was like super cool to me and also I was really bummed because I looked that guy up and I found out he's dead like yeah, that's one of the sad things about OI is like especially that type of it is like some versions of it like do shorten your life and you know but again I'm learning a lot I'll save that for the life one but anyways uh, weird, weird, weird digression. Also, because I don't have access to, like, record... I can't... Normally, if I lose my train of thought, I'll pause and go back and listen to the last few seconds. I don't have that now, so hopefully these notes will keep me going. But again, if this is kind of rambly, that's, uh, you know, this is, this is all gas, no brakes, and not the problematic kind. Uh, all right. Here we go. So, um... So, yeah. So, slurs have always been against the foreign rules, and the R slur was basically eradicated on something awful. It was like polio. Like, it was this used to be this horrible plague, but we'd contained it. And then, like, a couple years ago, um, like, last year, I think about last year, actually, people started doing this thing where they were like, um, as a neurodiverse person, I am allowed to use the R slur, and I am reclaiming it, and telling me that I'm not allowed to call video games and YouTubers the R slur is literally the same thing as telling a black person that they can't say the N-word. Y'all need to do better. And instead of just calling them out on their bullshit or ignoring it, uh, it became like a whole tedious discourse that the slur wanters won out of attrition by want of having nothing better to do in their lives and just spend all day every day posting like I really need to emphasize that that is the problem with the site is that there is just a group of people with nothing in their lives who contribute nothing that the people who own the site won't get rid of because they are like so desperate to have members around that they will let these people that are an active burden that drive off everyone that actually creates stuff stick around because they don't want to be made fun of them. Like that, that's kind of the, the thesis of this whole thing. That is why I think something awful is dead is, is dying basically because a forum whose whole thing is its moderation has reached to a point where the moderators are afraid to act 
and me explaining why that is. I'll give you a hint. Um, I, I, uh, um, okay, no, no, I, I can't keep going distracted. Let me just keep going. So, so yeah, so basically just the Arcelor, uh, came back on something awful and now just all over the site, you'll see people just casually using it. And whenever a moderator like steps forward and tries to punish it, all those people flood into sad and are like, uh, this person, this word filter, word filter, and just, it worked. I don't know how this works on these people, but it does. Ugh. Uh, similarly, uh, there was this whole thing where posters were like, I'm from the British Commonwealth. I should be allowed to use the sea slur because it isn't a slur in my culture and you're doing a colonialism, imposing your American values on me. And for some reason, that worked. Like, if a poster said, as an Indian Buddhist, I should be allowed to post swastikas because in my culture it meant something different long before Hitler came along, you'd rightfully go, fuck off. But white people are allowed to have misogynist cultural relativity as a treat. Like, um, um, just, ah. Uh. Also, this is the same forum where uh, where the soccer subforum used to have a, a thread where people called uh, a popular footballer the N-word. That was his nickname. Because they were European, they were allowed to talk about N-word Steve. That was, there's literally an emote, an emo in, <laughs> there was like an emoticon called N-word Steve for a while in the, in the forum. <laughs> it's like, and these were Americans, by the way, but you know, it's uh, European, again, just, just this weird thing where you can like LARP is whatever ethnicity or disability will let you get away with something on something awful. And people will just let it happen. So anyways, so basically just, yeah, um, so basically, I guess this is as good a time as any for my grand theory on why moderators are so ineffectual. Um, they are unpaid positions. Uh, Jeffrey, see, basically, like, Jeffrey uh, and the Matt admins have said that the moderators are volunteers, uh, but it would be more accurate to say that they are voluntold. Uh, Something Awful has these long-running traditions about how you appoint moderators based on just, like, over the years, the bad experiences that they've had. So, no, first off, nobody who wants to be a moderator is allowed to be one because the idea of people recognizing that they have skills and experience with a particular type of task and wanting to volunteer and perform that task for the betterment of the group that they are a part of, which is basically the definition of volunteering, by the way, is something that the leadership of Something Awful wholly rejects because in the past they had a few bad experiences with people who became moderators for selfish reasons. Uh, it couldn't possibly be that they were at fault for appointing a bad candidate. Uh, no, it's just the concept of volunteering is now totally dismissed forever. Um, this is also part of why the technical improvements on the site are so slow and uneven, despite it being a site full of professional computer users like tons of highly qualified programmers have literally begged jeffrey to let them help him with the site pro bono like people who have been part of the community for years over a decade in some cases they've been like we will sign whatever nda you want us to use like we will like we want to help we want this site to flourish and and he and he does the same well the fact that you want to help means i can't trust you thing so we're stuck waiting years while a single coder pecks away part-time that's right they don't even have a full-time coder from what i understand i'm going to talk more about the, the, that payment stuff later but also uh, anyone who is nominated by the community of a sub forum is also disqualified on the grounds that moderation is not a popularity contest uh you know the idea that members of a community might recognize their needs better than an outsider and like recognize who might be good at filling that need um no no just forget it uh yeah Oh, also, they stopped asking people to be mods because no one would accept it when they when when they when they offered it. Um, 
Like, no one wants to be a moderator. It's a shitload of work and stress that puts a huge bullseye on your back. And if you are someone who, who has no interest in being a moderator, and they draw, go up to you and go, hey, how would you like to be this? Of course, everyone was like, fuck off. No. So what they do now is they pick someone that they think would make for a good mod, give them moderator powers without asking, and then send them a message like, hey, congrats, you have an unpaid job now. Here are the rules. Let us know if you have any questions. Have fun. And then they just count on the fact that the person they've picked is someone who is too much of a doormat to say no. Like I said, they're not volunteers. They're voluntold. Jeffrey doesn't want volunteers, he wants workers that he doesn't have to pay, and he's figured out a way of getting that. Uh, I think that this is, to use an old internet saying, the cancer that is killing something awful. It is a site whose selling point has always been the moderation. That is what you were paying for. Whenever Jeffrey of Yospos promotes something awful uh, t to non-goons, he always brings up the moderation. The fact that instead of an algorithm, it's all humans. <laughs> an, an algorithm? Instead of an algorithm, it's all humans, and that this means that the site has this sort of purity to it that every other modern site lacks. It's almost like kind of a restoration fantasy. Like, the internet used to be great because everyone used forums. Now it sucks because everyone uses social media. If we could just go back to the old ways, everything would be restored. But, but the thing is, uh, all these unpaid moderators that are basically pressed into service are really bad at their jobs because the skills and personality traits that make someone a great moderator also make them someone who isn't easy to browbeat into doing whatever you want them to do for free. If you have enough of a spine to tell a horrible poster, fuck you, no slurs, then you probably have enough of a spine to tell the owner of a for-profit website, fuck you, pay me, when he tries to shanghai you into becoming a forum moderator. Uh, by the way, for those of you who don't know about history, uh, I've been learning a lot about history from Fred because that's the thing, I don't really watch TV or movies anymore. He's like my life, that's part of my life, but he's right into history and Shanghaiing was like a thing they would do where it was like basically like, you would falsely press people into servitude. It's not like a weird racist thing. It's called that because like, or maybe, anyways, like that, that's the context for that. It's not, it's not about a race thing, but anyways, it's super ironic that most of the current day something awful traffic is in its left wing's politics subform when the actual management style of the website is like authoritarian feudalism done in the service of enriching an already independently wealthy man by letting him weasel out of compensating the workers and his passive income generator. Like you don't even get company script. Like, like the best you get is that you can cha charge people out. You can change people's avatars for free. And even then you get publicly scolded for doing that too often. Like, this is bleak. This is, like, this is like severance levels of bad deal going on here. Uh, and I know someone is going to say, well, moderators have never been paid on something awful in the past. And, yeah, that's because they were, they were actual volunteers. They were members of the community who willingly stepped forward. And sometimes it didn't work out regardless. But I mean, sometimes it didn't work out. But regardless, they all wanted to be there and were all actively participating. A moderator who stepped down this year did a big angry post about how they had wanted to stop being a moderator for years, but weren't allowed to because every time they brought it up, the the, the administrators assured them, oh, we're working on finding a replacement. It's just taking forever because nobody wants to do what you do without being paid. Will you pretty please stick it up for another few months while we work on that? If you leave now, there will be nobody to fill the position and it will hurt the community. 
Um, first off, I want to say like anyone who has ever worked in like ha- been in like the type of like shitty death spiral job where they're like perpetually short staffed because the managers have figured out they just don't need to hire people anymore. Like this is so recognizable to anyone who has been in that situation. It, it, it it's really depressing, but <laughs> but also like. That's the thing I find, like, the most insidious and about insulting about this is that, like, that thing at the end, the thing about how if you leave now, there will be nobody to fill the position and the community will suffer. Like, like the, they are using people's devotion to and love of this web co- website, this community, as basically a cudgel to press them into servitude. Like, this idea that you can't walk away or if you do, you are abandoning a community that cares about you and that you care about is – that is just a business cynically manipulating people's personal relationships and attachments to get them to work without pay this is so unambiguously evil like how can anyone defend this it's so stupid and the thing about moderators never being paid isn't even true like historically a lot of something awful moderators were front page writers who were paid to contribute comedy writing to the site they weren't being paid directly for being moderators but they did get some degree of financial compensation and also it made them more invested in the success of the forum because their identity as a comedy comedy writer was tied into it they wanted more people to see their writing so they so they so they it was you know, it was like what was good. It was a rising tide helping all boats type situation. Like, I don't think it's a coincidence that a lot of these former front page writers are now independent content creators who themselves have successful communities that they manage. That's where the creator economy is these days. In the past, something awful wasn't competing with Patreon, but now they are, and you have to adapt to that. You can't just keep pretending like it's 2005 or we're trying to will things back into that through science and or magic. Like, it is current year. You can't go back. And, like, other gaming comedy websites have done this exact thing, just started paying people, and gotten success from it. Like, if you've ever seen the Hard Drive, uh, it's the, the the gaming spinoff of the Hard Times, the punk uh, news comedy site. Like, they pay people 30 bucks an article, and they have an open submission process. That's why when Lotax tried to revive the front page in the late 2010s, uh, like, towards the very end of his his, his career as a, as a site owner, it didn't work. Because Lotax being Lotax, because being the person he was, he demanded people work for him for free for a certain amount of time to prove that they wouldn't flake out on him before he would start paying them. And everyone was like, why would I work for you for free to maybe get paid sometime in the future when the hard times will pay me for an article right now and promote my Twitter on it. Like that was another thing too, is like, if you look, it was like, it was like people's credit. Like it was a weird situation. Um, God, it sucked. Yeah. And like, that's the internet we exist on now. Everyone has to monetize what they're good at to survive. It sucks, but you're something awful is a business. Get over it and start spending some of that YouTube ad buy cash on the people who actually keep your site running and are important. Okay. I jumped a little ahead a little bit there. So, so let me explain that, that bit there. A couple months ago, uh, Jeffrey sponsored a video, uh, video from the YouTuber Justin Wang. Uh, I've never watched his YouTube videos because his thumbnails give me like a fight or flight response but i did watch some because of this and like i will say like i mean he's, he's entertaining like he basically does what i do but better like i probably should have told you about that <laughs> but um but anyways so here's the thing about justin wang he has 1.25 million subscribers on youtube and like a lot of big full-time youtubers he releases his videos early to members of his patreon 
Uh, so the thing is, when Jeffrey did this ad buy, he didn't tell anybody else. Uh, so all of a sudden, when, Je- when uh, Justin Wang releases his video early for his patrons, thousands of unregistered guests start flooding onto the site from the, from watching it with him. And the and since the, the, the moderators and administrators have no idea what's going on, they're trying to figure it out. And they're like, are we being invaded? Does someone link us in their manifesto? Like, what is going on? <laughs> it was like... And also, like for the record, I think if you had to do an ad buy for something awful, it was absolutely the av- like the right avenue to do it in. Like Justin Wang is someone who has already done a bunch of successful videos about something awful stuff in the past, so him promoting the site was pretty on brand and something that would have crossover appeal with his audience. Uh, and to my eyes, the content of the ad read itself was pretty good. Although I did see a young person on Twitter saying that it had the same vibes as someone dad, someone's dad uh, trying to convince you that they used to be cool when they were your age, which is very brutal and very funny like obviously that person seems like they'd be a great fit for the forums but the thing is it doesn't matter how good your ad is if there's nothing on the forums themselves to make people want to stick around so this ad buy which was an undisclosed amount of money but probably wasn't pocket change didn't seem to actually result in any new posters it it, i don't have stats to go off of because he keeps it all secret but there was i just didn't see any like like i didn't see anyone be like yo i'm from the justin wang video or whatever I didn't see, like, any new, like, like, because all the, like, basically, all the people who make stuff on something awful who haven't lost interest and drifted away have gotten banned. Um, I pulled up GBS right now to check, and it's all threads about reposting stuff from other websites, discussions of pieces of media, and long-running mock threads that are pretty opaque to people who haven't been reading them on a daily basis for years. Like, why would I pay $10 to, to talk about our relationships when I could just read our relationships? If anything, Reddit usually has funnier comments and less digressions and slap fights. Also, Reddit's moderators are actually capable of standing up for themselves and walking away in protest. Like, like that happened earlier this year. Then again, like, what did I expect? Uh, if they were capable of walking away, like, they, the, the moderators would have done that when Lotax was still in charge. Uh, people don't like to talk about this, by the way, but for years it was an open secret before, uh, before, before, I hate this term so much, but, the, but Lotax being outed is, is known as the Yikesaroo in, in something awful slang because some of the thread announcing it was called Yikesaroo. Lotax is a domestic abuser, so just Yikesaroo is the shorthand for that now. And and like before the Xeru, it was an open secret that Lotax was a was was a domestic abuser. You just weren't allowed to talk about it on the forums because the moderators would stomp it out as, as mod sass or offsite drama and ban you. And a lot of these people who did this are still around, and their defense was that they were just following orders. It was like, well, Lotax was the owner of the site. What was I supposed to do? Stop working for him for free? Like, and the answer is yes, of course, many of your peers did that. And the fact that they had the character and the strength to do that is why the people who walked away in protest are largely way more successful than they've ever been. The moderators that walked away were people like Voidberger, who went to be a paid employee of Giant Bomb. Like the shitty people stuck behind because and kept their heads down. And then only after the tide of public opinion started to turn on low tax that they suddenly found it in themselves to rebel now that it would cost them nothing and they were on everyone everyone was on their side anyways and then after he was ousted they got to pat themselves on the back and act like they were the good guys who overthrew a bad person from power rather than a bunch of opportunistic cowards who sold their integrity for a little star on an internet forum 
Again, this is ostensibly a left-wing website where the majority of posters think that the people who defended the Iraq war should never be allowed to work again. But the people who knowingly propped up a pill-popping wife beeper for years, they're just hunky-dory. You know, they were just following orders. Anyone would have done that in the same situation. Who could blame them? Um, I've been really tearing into the moderators because the other half of this equation is that because these moderators don't have spines and are easy to bully, the worst posters you've ever seen are allowed to just run wild over the site and nobody does anything because when they do, all those posters friends rush in and start rising hell over it and they can't, they can't handle going through that. Lotax cultivated a strong sense of learned helplessness in forums moderation culture on something awful because he couldn't handle being challenged or criticized, and now that he's gone, that learned helplessness is being hijacked by bad actors to get away with awful posting that never would have been tolerated in the site's best years. Like, it's actually kind of an interesting phenomenon. And, and, okay, I already talked about this part. Sorry, this is a bit about the bookmarks. I forgot I skipped ahead there. Um, Yeah. Like I said, this is what happens when I'm um when I'm when I don't when I don't edit things. Yeah. So so because this is already going super long, I'm not going to go into detail about every person that this that this has happened to. Like I mentioned earlier, like about all the creative people, the, the remaining people getting banned this year. But I one example I want to bring up in particular is this poster named Apple White because they were a poster I liked. Um, Apple White has been around for a little over a decade at this point, and they are a pretty accomplished artist whose whole thing was that they would do like choose your own adventure threads. Or they would they would do like funny artwork for for existing threads or stuff like like they were just someone who was a good member of the community. They made jokes, they were interesting, uh, but, but they made gold buying threads. But they also pissed off a certain demographic on the forums because their artwork did have this undeniable sexual element to it. It wasn't horny. I want to make that very clear, but it was sexual. Like I think that is an important distinction to make. Because the stuff that they would do would be about sex and sexuality, but the way that it was drawn, like, was very cartoony and, like, detached. Like, like, I, like, I have a hard time thinking that people jacked off to this. Like, and I'm saying that as a furry, like, as a professional jacking off to cartoons person. Like, I do not get that feeling from this at all. So anyways, like, like, I think a great example of this is like, 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 I think one of the most popular threads was one from years ago. I'm going to mention this because it ties into the story later. And um, this, um, it was called space tits and ass. I know out of context, that's very embarrassing, but it was like, it worked for me. Like the premise was, it was like, there was like, it was like these two space people with like, with like crystals for faces and like, yeah, space tits was someone in like a space jumpsuit with like big tits and space ass was like someone in a jumpsuit with big ass. And they were like going on like space fighting stuff. And like, like I wasn't super into it per se. Like I didn't like read it, but I remember seeing like, Oh, it's nice that someone is making something like this. They used to, they don't make these like they used to. So I'm glad to see one again. And that like, but the thing about Apple White that I find most interesting, like this thing that I just described to you, is like their output didn't feel very something awful. It felt pretty tumblery, and I don't mean that as like an insult. I mean, like, like they like like their stuff, it, like like it like it wasn't this sort of a juvenile like laugh stuff. It was like this kind of weird experimental arty stuff. So so you could see why this pissed some people off. Um, 
one of the thing that this white news that this white noise crew likes to do that has been pretty successful is that whenever someone annoys them or pisses them off, their go-to is to accuse them of being a sicko. You know exactly the type of internet person I'm talking about, where it's just like anything that is like there are some people where like anything vaguely weird or surreal or strange, it's like whoa, what were they smoking when they made this? Like they're like that, except whenever they see anything weird, their reaction is to go. Their reaction is to, to go just like oh, they're jacking off to this, like that type of dipshit. Uh, like to give an example, for literally decades, GPS has had dedicated threads for making fun of the website DeviantArt because, uh, true to the name, it attracts a lot of weird stuff, and that's kind of something awful's whole deal, finding weird stuff on the internet and looking at it and talking about it and making fun of it. But when you know, but wouldn't you know it, uh, all these dipshits show up on the scene all of a sudden. It's like, oh, the DeviantArt thread, everyone's just jacking off to weird shit in there. I don't know why you let that sicko thread stick around. It's just full of perverts posting the stuff they jack off to. Like, again and again, that's that's just what they would say. And, like, like, like if you can't find any humor or weirdness in human sexuality, you just view it purely as, like, oh, it's, it's this base thing that people do. Like, they, oh, it's just jacking off. Like... Then, like, I don't know, like, 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 why, like, why are you on something awful? Like, what are you here for? Like, it's, like, these are just, like, the most boring, the most boring kind of dude to have around. Like, these people just don't seem like any fun. And so, like, this, this, like, literally, like, a cornerstone of GBS, the DeviantArt thread, it no longer exists because they just kept going into the feedback and being like, the DeviantArt thread is disgusting, it's for perverts, look at all this gross shit that's being posted there. Obviously, the only reason people would go into a thread for posting weird pictures and post weird pictures is because they're jacking off to it. Like, and, and also, like, in the thread, like, people are making jokes and doing analysis and talking about stuff. Like, like it is not... Like, it is an active thread that, like, has a bunch of, like, long-time participants in it and stuff. Like, I don't get why these people aren't something awful. They really don't seem to actually like any of the stuff that Something Awful does or is about. It's like, they just want to use forum software to do low-effort video game shit posting, and they don't care whose forum they do it on. Like... Like, they should just go to the bodybuilding forum. Like, it's free. You'd save so much money there. But the thing, like, it, it, it kind of reminds me of how, like, on the, back in the day on the GameFAQs message boards, people would take over the forums for obscure games and make their own community there. Like, uh, like the time I was on there was on the early 2000s, and that was, like, when I was first getting into furry stuff because of the gaming world at the time, like Sonic Adventure and Star Fox Adventure and stuff. And, like, GameFAQs, you know, being there in the 2000s, there was a lot of anti-furry stuff, so the furries uh, used the the forum for the game for Cadia as, like, the unofficial, like, furry, like, like forum on game facts it was very funny and cute like hmm. so yeah but uh but anyways yeah apple white was especially annoying to them because apple white's avatar was this little dog in warhammer 40k power armor so the whole thing was immediately oh apple white's a furry yiff in hell because of course since since being mad at sickos is their whole thing they were you know furry hate is just reddit gold to those people uh, that's part of the reason why they hated the DeviantArt thread so much and worked so hard to get it shut down. It was the stomping grounds of like, the only open furry on Something Awful at the time. Uh, they were a poster named Hydragall, and the way that 
he was able to function on the site for so long was that he was like, I'm a confident gay Australian man with a husband and a secret side hustle drawing furry porn. I don't give a shit what you think about me because I'm funny and interesting and my life rules and you whining about me being a furry isn't. And he was absolutely right. And this drove them nuts because the point where the moderators, were, this was the point on something off where the moderators were like, we don't ban people for being furries anymore. So when that, when them going like ban this furry, ban the sick filth, they started following them around everywhere and just calling them a sicko constantly for talking about animated movies in the thread for talking about animated movies. Like, I'm not saying that they were, like, 100% chaste and innocent, but they were making posts like, ooh, I like how big that monster is, smiley face. And that, like, that got them banned from the movie subforum. Meanwhile, in the anime and gaming subforum, people are just, like, openly horny for characters and talking about hentai and shit, and nobody cares because it's heteronormative. So it's just chill bros being dudes about the games they love instead of sickos pushing their filth on everyone. Like, I'm sorry, I, I really miss Hydragal. Uh, I, I actually got to talk to them way before anyone knew who I was. Um, they just posted their Discord, like, one day. I'm like, yeah, I have a Discord account. If anyone wants to talk to me off the forums, go there. So I messaged them on my furry account. I was like, hi there, I like your... And just told me I like their stuff. And then, like, I feel bad. Like, this was, like, when I, when I was going through all my public stuff, I deleted my accounts and everything and lost contact with them. So Hydragal, if you're listening to this, like, feel free to get in touch. Like, you know, you're you're really cool and funny and I, I miss talking with you. You think you're pretty cool. Um, and like us, like their whole thing was that they liked lions. So like their avatar was, um, was like one of those, like a lion from Zootopia. And just like, that was their whole thing was they liked like big lions. It was very fun. Like how I like big pandas. They like big lions, like having gotten to talk to them and like see their artwork and stuff. Like we are adjacent in our interests, but in different directions in a way that is like very funny, like of like all the other people to be a furry on something awful. It's someone who is like, kind of like, like a brother in arms. That was very funny to me. Um, also, like, his art, like, I, I really want to commission him one day once I'm saddled, and, like, and, like, 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 I don't think anyone on Something Awful figured out who Hydragal is, like, who, as, like, a furry artist, and, like, I don't think they care anymore, I'm not gonna say it, because, like, I respect them, but, but I think now that, they, now that they, like, don't post on the forums anymore, it would be funny if they taught, if they, like, came clean about who they were, I bet that would really piss some goons off, it was great, oh, yeah, anyways, so anyways, Applewhite, uh, so back in May, Applewhite had this Choose Your Own Adventure thread they were doing, and it was kind of like this, like, science fiction fantasy thing, where it was, like, this zoomed out look at the ecology of like a tribe of these winged dragon creatures on an alien planet and they were this tribal society and 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 like it was a sort of deep dive into how their society worked and their biology and because you know because this is like a weird tumbly art thing uh, Tumblr-y art thing, uh, one of the things was like, oh, these dragons aren't dual-gendered like humans. They have, like, five genders, and each of these genders functions differently and role plays a different role in their society. And and the way it was... And, like, and also, like, the way it was drawn, it had this kind of cheeky animal nudity to it. Like, again, what they haven't really... I haven't really mentioned about, about Apple White, but like, their stuff they did was basically, like, MS Paint art. Like, like it was well-made and shaded and detailed and stuff, but it was, like, MS Paint art, and this one is, like, a little more basic. So, like, to give you an idea of, of what the stuff that people are being worked up over, like, there'd be, like, a comic where there'd be a panel of a dragon, like, soaring through the air, and then, like, a panel of the dragon coming down to land, and then the final one, like, the joke would be a panel of the dragon, like, eating shit and going head over heels and, and crashing into the ground. And when they crash and, like, the rear end is up in the air, you might see, like, a little X drawn where the butthole would be. Like, the way, like, when you watch anime, whenever there's a dog or a cat, they'll do a little butthole there. Like, again, just, just like, cheeky cartoon butthole stuff. Like, nothing sexual at 
all. Or, like, sometimes, like, when, like, the ones that had penises would be flying around, you'd see, like, their little penis flopping around. But again, it's, like, three, three U-shapes on, like, a small bit of a drawing. Like, saying that is sexual, it's like saying that, that the graphic novel Mouse is horny because there are seeds of naked mice people in the concentration camps in it. Like, like, just what are you even doing? But because this group of awful posters started referring to it as the dragon dick thread and running into completely unrelated threads going, ban this sick filth, and because nobody running something awful has a spine anymore, they don't want to be, and they don't want to be seen as the person who defended the dragon dick thread, the moderator's just like, oh well, hands are tied, I guess we gotta get rid of the sick filth. Like, according to one of the moderators themselves, Nuns with Guns, the person who reported Applewhite's thread used the F-slur in their report. Now, again, I understand not everyone is a science teacher who has had, like, both professional and hands-on training and academic experience. Like, I get it. Like, I'm lucky to have the experience and perspective that I have. I get that Something Awful is, by and large, a bunch of computer janitors who mostly interact with other people in terms of software management product. Like, that's why the update schedule on Something Awful is so weird and checked out, because they, they view it like software instead of, like, people. It's just like, well, we have a roadmap, we have a timeline, nothing we can do. Like... But it was like, I don't think you need to have any type of special training or skill to know that as a supervisor or an organizer, like, you don't have to both sides it when someone calls someone else a slur. Like, the idea that you go, well, we don't use that word anymore, but at the same time, he kind of is. Like, I mean, basically what you are doing when you say that is you are running interference. You are basically saying, like, by not saying who did that, you are running. Okay, yeah, like, oh, I'm sorry, just... Like, how can, like, as a moderator, how do you not name and shame the person who did that, first off? Like, when you cover for that person, you are sending the message that it is okay to use that kind of language. Like, this is junior jumble shit. I shouldn't have to explain this. Again, leftist website, the majority of goons would absolutely say that all cops are bastards, and rightfully so. And not just as a catchphrase, but with a deeper understanding that it's because cops cover for each other, so they're all complicit, even if individuals aren't performing bad actions. That's exactly what the moderators are doing here! Like, I mentioned earlier, people, like, something awful, people on something awful of war that they can appropriate the language of social justice to get what they want, you know, by acting in bad faith. This was one of those situations I mentioned earlier, and, like, you know, Space Tits and Ass was a goldmine thread. It was very popular. No one, like, really had any problems. It was very well known on the forums, and no one really had any problems with it. Like, people would even, like, make references to it in another thread, or, like, when Applewhite drew something for a thread, they'd be like, oh, you should put Space Tits and Ass in that, or whatever. Like, it was a whole thing. But, um, so, but, but what happened was in the plot of space tits and ass, there's like this little reveal where you find out that space tits used to be space dick. They're, tra- but they are, tra- they, that they are a trans character. And when they transitioned space, a- uh, um, space ass, who they were, uh, who they were like in a relationship with, uh, like, like, t- like d- did not support it. And that is why they are rivals and enemies. Like that was kind of like the little wrinkle to it all. And at the time it was just like a fun little character beat. Like, again, like I mentioned earlier about, like like having villains and flawed characters that belong that are like like that that is a big that is like like that is like the number one complaint i see about like art featuring queer and trans people is that we don't get to have fun villains anymore because we don't get that fun villains everyone has to be like a cool good model minority protagonist and and like i you know it sucks and that was why like space but but now like i mentioned earlier 
because these people have learned that you can use the language of social justice to get what you want, now this isn't like a piece of art, that art that explores these themes. Now it is the artist themselves being transphobic. Space Tits and Ass is not just like this silly, fluffy, like adventure comic. It is now a degenerate, it is, it is like simultaneously degenerate and transphobic, like according to these people. And it fucking worked. Like, I don't get how this keeps working. Like, Apple White wasn't permabanned, but they were given a 30-day probation, which meant that even if they paid the $10 to re-register, they wouldn't be able to allow to post until 30 days had passed. And after that, like, what happened was there were these threads where, where like the moderators of the site like everyone was just calling them a sick was calling them a transphobic sicko and saying they weren't welcome here anymore and yeah they didn't come back after that because why would you like honestly i don't even know if apple white posts stuff anywhere else on the internet like like we might have just lost them forever i hope not i'll have to, probably once i'm settled i'll try looking up to see where their art is because i like their stuff like i said but like they're just gone now one of the like, like and what is there to replace it? Um, well, here we go. Right, but I do want to say, I want to bring up Apple White as well, because there was one sort of follow-up to it that I think adds closure to it and really drives home how stupid this whole ident- this whole battle is. Um, so a couple months later, all those same posters just Kramer into the feedback form and start going on about this, dis- the quote, disgusting dick fetish thread. Like, we need to gas the dick fetish thread immediately. Everyone posting it needs to be banned. And they talk about how there's this disgusting thread where people are drawing pornography, utter filth of mutilated penises. And then you go to it, and what it was was like, okay... Like, you know those images on Twitter where it's, like, a grid of people and each one has, like, a different monetary amount next to it? It's like, you have $30 to build a perfect squad, who you choose in, something like that. It was, like, a thread about one of those type of images, but the grid was, like, different negative qualities for a penis to have. And then, and it was like, okay, you got $25, make the worst dick possible. And so people would do that and then draw their funny messed up dicks in MS Paint. And so, like, to give you an example of what the thread, the thread's content was like, if you've ever seen the movie Superbad, the part where the one character, like, that has, like, the thing about when he was a kid, he was, like, obsessed with drawing dicks, and they have, like, that montage of all his funny dick drawings, like, this is, like, basically, like, that, like, that level of, like, silly, obviously silly, like, cartoony dick drawings, and these same people are just going in there and acting like the most obvious, goofy, like, like, trapper keeper doodle shit in the world is pornography and even even these even our spineless worms of moderators like oh come on this is harmless and like i feel like that is almost like a weird retroactive validation of apple white like like these people weren't gonna like i wonder if they regret banning apple white now that they're aware that the people behind it were never going to be satisfied they were just pushing until they eventually reached a point where they were told stop it like And the thing about all these artists that have been driven off the forums is that there's only two new people that have really kind of emerged this year to fill that void. One of them is just like a shitty AI artist guy. Like, there was a thread about that Gollum video game that came out this year that was like one of the worst games ever made. And and every other post-it is just him like using AI to be like, what if Gollum smoked a weed? Uh, what if Gollum was a gangster? Just fucking trash like like shit you would see on like a mall kiosk t-shirt like i uh, legitimately just what are we even doing here uh the other new thing that sprung up this year to fill in that void is that someone made this okay i'm not going to use the name because i don't want to 
I don't want to promote them, but basically what they were doing is, is they're taking a wrestling video game and they use the create a wrestler function to make representations of different forum moderators and forum posters on the forum. And then they make these posters fight each other. They, they let the AI for the game, like just fight, pit the characters against each other. And then they stream it on Twitch and like on its own in a vacuum. I don't have anything against that. I think that's cute and that's fun. It's not like original. I mean, that's just salty bet all over again. But, you know, and also, like, I know other people have done that custom wrestling thing a lot. Like, shit, I remember back in the day on YCS, they did stuff like that. There was <laughs> one guy um, used the custom... Okay, I'm laughing because it was funny, but also, like, in hindsight, oh, this wasn't as ironic as I thought it was. Like, someone used the creator wrestler thing to make a character name the ult- named Ultimate Black Man Killer, and he would walk out, and he was, like, a Grim Reaper, and his, his intro thing was, like, his, his opening footage was like a fire burning with the word ethnic cleansing scrolling by and like the fact that like that is what why that is what i think a great example of like calling it a regression isn't exactly accurate but at least like there was they were it was edgy humor but at least you could see that there was a joke there this this new one is basically just like forums in jokes that make no sense to anyone other than like eight people like Again, if you were just doing it for fun or like to entertain your buddies, that's an that's badass. Like when I was in community college, uh, we had one day where like a wrestler, the, the guy the guy who was in charge of our my uh, my community college anime club was like a big wrestling dude. It's like like he he was like one of those like men that would buy like hundred like replica belts that are hundreds of dollars and wear them to anime club meetings. But anyways, like one of his things was like when like the new wrestling game figure came out, he went in and he, and he recreated like he made members of the anime club in the creator fighter and then let the AI, like, have it fight. It was very funny. But, like, again, this is something that has been, like, as a thing to do for your friends or, like, as a bit for your anime club, that rules. But the thing about this this streaming thing is that, like, the person doing it seems like they they greatly overvalue it and they just, they constantly spam it and promote it. Like, they spent hundreds of dollars on banner... Okay, wait, no, no, probably I'm sorry, I'm thinking... The way that banner ads work on something awful, they are $30 if they link to somewhere off the forums and $5 if they link somewhere on the forums. Okay, not hundreds of dollars, but this is someone who has spent, like, a, a, like, a de- like real-world money promoting this by buying banner ads. Like, if you go to the website, they are trying to sell merch on it. Like... They, they they do, like, weekly... They spam a bunch of threads every time they're doing it. They're like, ah, oh, tune in to the wrestling. We're going to see who's going to beat up Jeffrey. Just, and, like, and again, like, after all this work, I looked them up, and their YouTube channel barely has more than 100 subscribers. And, like, like they bought a domain. They've paid for a website. That website And the website is just, like, covered in, like, Cafe Press bullshit where, like, they're selling shirts with all the logos they commissioned for all, like, the little tournaments and stuff they did. Like... Okay, okay, you know what? I guess re- okay. This isn't my script notes. I just realized what this is. It's the driving crooner from um from I from I think you should leave the new season. They're like, no, this is my this is my one idea. It has to work. Video people in a forum wrestling the forum administrators in a video game. It has to work. <laughs> Some guys complaining about me on a podcast, but I don't get it. But it has to work. <laughs> Baby, 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 bum, bum, bum. What a fucking great show that is. Like, it's the, it's definitely starting, it's definitely starting to sort of like, 
settle into a formula, but I don't care. It's still really funny to me. And, and like, even when the experiments aren't, aren't, don't always land, they're at least interesting. I, I'm going to like, that is like one of the only TV shows I have watched this year. Like all the TV I've watched this year is the clone high reboot. I think you should leave season four and the like 24 episodes of death note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm the one guy watching death note for the first time in 2023. Um, I'll talk about it in the life episode. So again, I guess that's another teaser for that. But anyways, I've been talking for a long time. There's no editing. So I'm just going to take a big old, big old uh, drink and then I'm going to resume. So I can't edit this out. If you have misophonia, maybe skip ahead a little bit. If you're like one of those guys that messages me asking for videos of like me eating you or whatever, then this is probably going to do something for you. So either way. Oh, oh, ow, ow. Oh, oh, that went down bad. Oh, my God. Ow, that fucking hurt. I've never had soda go down bad before. Oh, boy. I'm kind of glad I got this to the mic. Jeez Louise. Okay. Okay. Hmm. All right. Uh, sorry about that. This is very weird. Okay, so... Mm. <clears throat> All right. Okay, cool. Like, I'll admit... Mm. Like, this, this whole wrestling thing is really bleak. Like, like I'll admit, back in the day, I it thought it was pretty annoying how Colorfinger used to, like, sticky a thread every single Friday, where he'd be like, I'm singing for the internet, but... But at the same time, at least it was, like, actually some sort of skill and artistry and, like, people, you know, it was also part of a larger context and part of an ecosystem. Like, even if you personally didn't like watching Colorfinger sing for the internet, there was, like, a dozen other threads you could tune into. Now, Steam Wrestling streaming is the only game in town, and it's pretty bleak. Like... Since I'm talking about the wrestling stream, I guess this is a good time to bring up the fact that uh, Jeffrey has been running something awful for over three years at this point, and goons have only made up two jokes about him. Uh, Joke number one, he is sleepy. This is because he doesn't reply to posts yelling at him, and once he ended a post with, I'm going to bed now, goodbye. So just until the end of time, he's sleepy Jeffrey. That's that's it. Like, oh, my sides are splitting just thinking of it. Ugh. And also, like, like in that streaming thing, whenever they portray Jeffrey, they have, he's, like, a guy in, like, a long nightgown and, like, in, like, a nightcap. Like, just sleepy Jeffrey. Like, I'm falling out of my chair with laughter. This is, this is for sure going to save the spirit of the Forbes. Like, this was worth fighting a culture war over and driving off all of our artists. Like, uh, come the fuck on, dude. Like, uh, why are you like this? Anyway, so that's joke number one. He's sleepy. Joke number two, he has sex with his computer. Because he posts on Yazpost, the subforum for people who work in the computer industry. And so the joke is, he likes computers. He likes computers so much, he wants to fuck them. That's it. Just Sleepy Jeff wants to fuck his computer. There. Comedy is solved. We can all go home now. You might be wondering, well, if the forum sucks so much, who are the new people signing up for it these days? And the answer is that there aren't really new people signing up for something awful anymore. 
I mean, occasionally there will genuinely be a new person who shows up every now and then. Uh, not to brag, but more than a few of those were because of my Twitter account. Uh, and, or I've even had people like, messaging me, asking me for help on like how to use the forums. It's, it's, it's cute. But, but for the most part, it appears that... like. No one believes that new people show up anymore on something awful. So whenever someone with a new reg date shows up, they just assume it's a re-reg of a band poster and are like really and just like are super aggro to them and trying to figure out what the real identity is. So like if you were a new poster, like why would you want to hang out there? Like no one believes that you're a new poster. Everyone's just like, who are you really? And it's like very unwelcoming. Unple- also, uh, according to Jeffrey, something like 20% of the site's income is entirely from this group of these like insane permaban people that just keep re-registering new accounts over and over to post, even though they just get immediately caught in permaban again. Like, there's this one guy in particular, um, I don't know his exact name, basically the thing about him is that he's like a crazy Bitcoin poster from what I understand, and he has, because he has like a bunch of money from that, like to him, just like for whatever reason, it's just worth it. To, he has spent over $3,000 on the forums this year, according to Jeffrey. Like, or this is something that he just, like, all, like this is just, like, his hobby. Is like, he he makes an account, he gets banned, he immediately, he registers a new one. Like, when, during the time when he when he can't uh, post, he, like, makes new accounts, just goes through the checkout process over, like, imagine going through, something awful doesn't have, like, the, like, you have to type your credit card in every time. Imagine going through a checkout process over 300 times just to post on the forum that doesn't want you and ban you after every post. But he's just like, no, I got, like, it is legitimately a mentally ill person, so I am sympathetic to, to the moderators, but the problem is that they've been doing like they like their thing was like basically their thing is that the stuff that they tried didn't work so their thing is oh they're doing the classic like shitty parent and teacher thing of going all right well I can't figure out what's going on, so I'm just going to say you're doing it for attention and to ignore you, because the great thing about that is that when you once you do that, it is a solved problem. All you have to do is just ignore them, and if that doesn't work, you just keep ignoring them. It, it cannot fail. It can only be failed, so just keep ignoring. And uh, Sorry. Okay, sorry, yeah, but but so this guy, this this like serial re-ragger, I get what they're trying to do with him, and I agree. I think like, like the part of like minimizing his visibility is was a good idea, but the thing is like, but but the thing is like because they're like we don't want to give him attention, so we can never acknowledge he exists or tell him about it. So no one knows what's going on, and people are just constantly like, hey guys, what's up with this guy who keeps registering accounts and making these like incomprehensible posts and then get immediately banned? And they're like, Shh, don't talk about him. <laughs> it's like really again one of those classic things of just like of like a bad decision constantly having negative consequences and at any point someone could just be like maybe we should think this through and maybe do things differently but doesn't uh <laughs> gosh yeah so this so but, but yeah this one guy in particular so like it's very funny like even it's very funny because like even jeffrey himself has been like oh yeah ignoring this guy isn't working he he's just one seat so we're working on like a technical solution but then like other mods won't get the message it'll be like no you can't talk about him he just wants attention like they can't admit they were wrong or that there's something they don't have control over okay cool oh yeah and um here's another basically one thing i really want to talk about is that like to, 
to sort of tie this in together, I think another example of like the site man- mismanagement is this the imager apocalypse the imager apocalypse we mentioned earlier in the year where basically earlier in the year someone realized that like imager announced they were going to be changed uh, as part of like a change in their terms of service they were going to start deleting uh images uploaded by unregistered view- uh, members that had that had like below a certain threshold of view it was very it was very non-specific and so like depending on like basically it was like the way this is worded like this could potentially be a huge threat to something awful because these days its value is mostly in its history and if if imager just starts deleting a bunch of images all of a sudden like threads are going to be unreadable pictures will be missing it'll be like what happened with waffle images but even worse because the site's been around without waffle images way longer than with it like like every like it's like reddit like something awful doesn't like it technically has a function as an image host and that is like something that they that like, on the list of things they want to improve on but for the most part like all this stuff on something awful is just hosted on imager like on reddit so if imager went like started deleting them that'd be a problem so the thing is, when this problem was brought to light, immediately the community leapt into action. It was like legitimately super impressive. People like someone like made a thread, like, "Okay, what should we do about this?" Everyone figured out what to do. They like Jeffrey, like they scanned the forums to get to pull all the imager links, and then they broke up. They broke the links up into like chunks, and they split them among the volunteers. And the volunteers like used their indiv- based on like their individual hardware, power, and bandwidth. Like they did a really good job letting everyone kind of come together and and contribute however they could. And work on this like people who are technologically skilled and interested like this thing that people thought would take months like took weeks like it was super quick and everyone was like really happy and jazzed and then they dropped this big collection of data on jeffrey's doorstep and he's like thanks guys and then just nothing happened and like i remember and like like uh, last month someone someone like sad was like so um so whatever happened to all that stuff from the imager apocalypse and basically before they figure it's like oh imager walked the policy change back and all that work was for nothing and you know no one said anything about it and i bring that up because like for me that that was a kind of a like it's so, like it's just me like something awful's value as a community is like right now something awful is is fallow but it but it has potential still on the right like given the right motivation and circumstances people can 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 still create and do things there and this is a great example of that we know and when when there was a external when there was a real threat everyone came together and solved it and then none and then that all that forward inertia caused by that just dissipated because there was no use for it just drop the thing off thanks we're done it kind of reminds me of when jeffrey first took over one of his things was like a bunch of people showed up and were like hey we want to write for the front page you know you don't even have to pay us we just want to help bring you know revive this site and he was like thanks for your feedback uh, at this point you know we are basically he was like I, first i want to update the tech of the front page first so come back in a couple years and the thing is like like that is such like a soft like again that's like i don't i hate doing armchair psychology and people i don't know based on their post or whatever but the way that he manages stuff it really feels like he's not used to dealing with people he's used to dealing with, with computers because like like when you have like that is such a precious resource that is so hard to get people that are that want to do creative work for you because like they just out of love of the game and like like a WordPress account costs nothing. A Twitter account costs nothing. Like they could have just taken all these people and have them be like, okay, great. Well, while we're working on the website, you can start writing stuff and putting on this blog, or you can here you can start making stuff for our social media accounts. But instead, he was just like, nope, come back a couple years later. And just <laughs> and so, just and that's so depressing to me that there is this this community still has great potential and it, it is just squandered. And every day that it is squandered, you know, it, it 
you know, fewer people are around. Uh, and anyways, the reason why I'm, I'm another reason I want to mention that is because, you know, so during, so because, you know, the whole thing was like, we're going to renovate the front page one day, you know, and then it'll be worth it. So this year, 2023, we finally, for the first time in years, got an update to the front page of something awful. You want know what that update was? Uh, after the just domain ad buy, uh, they updated something awful.com. So now it just redirects to the forums. You, you, the only way to get to the front page is by typing in like a special address now, because, They've they've given up on it as like being the front page of the site. Like they are still like, oh yeah, we do tech, but like they've basically kind of covered like the thing that we've been telling them for years. It's a really bad look for your website to have like an under construction GIF and a blog post that is years old on when you're trying to grow it. And then eventually it was like, yeah, you know, if people are going to the people are visiting something awful from that ad buy and they see this this that we haven't been updated in years, they're gonna probably bounce out. So let's redirect to the forums and yeah. So again, here we are now, over three years later, the site is not only not updated, it just is, like, the front page is just not the front page anymore. That is that is where we are now. And all those people who could have, like, been doing work and building up, like, a, a, you know, a library of comedy content, probably off doing their own things now. Um, but, but yeah, it's like, so about a year, you know, just over a year ago when we first launched this podcast in the intro episode, I said I felt optimistic about the future of something awful, that was at the end of 22, and now at the end of 2023, I not only revoke that, I feel like my opinion has kind of gone in the opposite direction. Like, I am genuinely surprised at how much the wind has come out of something awful sales this year. Uh, like, I, I really don't visit the site that much for fun anymore. Like, I look up old stuff for the show, and, and you know, like, there I have a couple threads I check every now and then, like, for my control panel, but, like, I hop on, and, and I, I go through all my threads in a few minutes, and then in the afternoon, I'm like, well... That's it. Like, it kind of reminds me of when I was a kid. I was a super devoted Nintendo fanboy. And then when I was a teenager, what finally broke that was because Nintendo just wasn't putting out enough games to, like, keep me occupied as, like, a teenager who was a super hardcore gamer. So eventually I had to get a PS2 because it was like, you know, the PS2 is getting a new game every week. I want to be a Nintendo person, but, like, I have nothing to play. And that's how I was with Something Awful. It's like, even if you wanted to be, like, like, a Something Awful person, like... You can't like you you if you're online enough to be a something awful user, you have too much free time for it to act as like your sole internet thing anymore. Here we go. Check my notes. And yeah, like that's like even like the stodgiest on like most of like old of like something awful posters have Discord accounts now. Like oh, like a lot of Discord, like something awful was kind of just like a, was like a was like a forward operating base for a bunch of different Discords now, kind of depending on how you look at it. Uh, by the way, speaking of Discords, uh, shout out to my Discord community, Zed Stedman. They're fantastic. Like, again, I made I made that Discord page, I made that Discord account in a lark because I was like, well, all my friends have abandoned me and I have nothing to do. What's, I'm probably going to regret this, but why not? And now here I am, like, uh, over a year later with these people that have become, like, real-life friends that I've, like, shared so many wonderful experiences with. And, you know, I, I you know, I really appreciate them all. I wish I did, I wish I was a, a better discord moderator for them but they, they they i make them laugh sometimes so i'm happy and then you know, i really appreciate their posts and stuff uh oh yeah but um but anyways like before i go uh so i guess just yeah like i don't really know how to end this just like something awful is 
I think it's fucked, and I don't like the, the. It's possible to fix it, but there's no. But everyone involved it would involve everyone in like people would have to start acting completely different, and I don't think anyone's going to want to do that. It's just easier to keep like the only people invested in something awful are the people who just you know they're the white noise crew, the people that just don't make, make anything. It, it, it's just depressing. Like I mentioned, like like. Like something awful is a website that has gone fallow, and and if in in better hands, it could really it, you could still cultivate some really good stuff on there. But you know, Jeffrey, like it feels like Jeffrey just wanted to keep his little like his little like play his little playhouse intact. It doesn't really care about the rest of the site, and uh, like. It, it, it's just weird. Like this is this is like I like I kind of hate that my brand is tied to something like this. Like I want something awful to do well and succeed. Like because like you know I mean just in general like you know the world the internet needs more good content. Like you know Sean Baby's one nine hundred hot dog. The joke about it being the last comedy website on the internet isn't really a joke anymore. It is kind of the last comedy website on the internet now. trying to think if there's any other something awful stuff I've, I've missed from this year that I didn't really talk about because yeah, I've tried to do notes about like this a bunch of times. It was a huge mess. Um, Ooh, did I talk about the goon fund? Let me, uh, Oh yeah, I think I did. Okay. Well, here's one thing. I was like, is one thing that has like really like kicked up over this year is that it used to be that perma bans were like a very rare punishment and they were for like basically it was like you had to like commit an IRL crime or die. Like if you were dead they would perma ban you so your account couldn't be like hijacked or whatever. But um but now like they've started giving out what they call lifetime achievement perma bans more and more and now it's just like people just get perma banned for like any old bullshit now it's it's the perma ban has basically become what the ban was supposed to be and probations are now what like it, it again just the site not good let me see here yeah um, I think this is going to be that then. I'm sorry it kind of ends abruptly, but, like, I've been doing this for a long time, and my, uh, you know, notes, like, okay, I guess there is one thing I wanted to talk about here. Okay, I found some more of my notes here, like, great. Okay, okay, cool. Like, basically, like, one of my things about Jeffrey I didn't bring up is, like, one, I think, like, as a leader, his biggest problem is that he doesn't know how to delegate tasks. Like, the moderators on something, the administrators on something awful, a lot of their stuff is just like, well, we need to hear from Jeffrey before we can make a decision on that, and then Jeffrey doesn't weigh in because he doesn't care. And, like, you know, like, like my whole, I'm, I'm going to talk about my life stuff later, but, like, you know, I, this whole personal assistant thing, so much of it is about having, like, de- the delegation of work. It's about recognizing shortcomings and seeing, like, d- stuff like that. Like, this is, like, my whole daily life now is about this type of stuff. And, like, just, But yeah, just I'm, this is all making me appreciate how valuable a skill it is to be able to recognize your own shortcomings and delegate it to others because it isn't easy to do it. 
and it isn't easy to recognize when you need to do it. And both of those are things that seem like they should be incredibly obvious and easy to anyone who's like looking from the outside. Like something awful is a forum that turned the Dunning-Kruger effect into a catchphrase. You would think they would be a little more self-aware about how easily that can happen to you. Like, I think Jeffrey recognizes that something is fundamentally wrong with his website, but he doesn't want to deal with it because whenever he does, he just gets yelled at and harassed. Like, people talk about how, like, the low-tax speed run in terms of Elon Musk ruining his life, but I think Jeffrey kind of did his own little low-tax speed run in terms of how a site owner goes from enthusiastic to completely checked out. Like, when he bought the site, he genuinely seemed excited about what to do with it, but you know, then he realized it's hard to do things. And even, you know, like management is a skill and it's like, like the thing is like, I don't like, I like I've said in the past, I think Jeffrey has a lot of good qualities for a leader. I think he just needs to recognize his shortcomings better and delegate. Like the site isn't this, like like he needs to loosen his weird death grip and like let people uh, like, like the site, like the site is kind of like how my life has been in this past six months, where it's just like in this permanent state of stillbirth, birth, where like it hasn't moved on and it hasn't started the new thing. If that makes okay, I'm getting really tired. I think I just fucked up like a Godspeed you Black Emperor quote there. I've never even listened to that band. I don't know what that's from. I've just heard people do it so much. But anyways, yeah, this has been going for a long time. Um, thank you for listening. Yeah, long story short, 2023 something awful fucking sucks. Like I take back my endorsement. Please don't give this website money. Like. You know, I, I'll be real. Like I, I, one of my things is like I mentioned earlier, when you buy a banner ad, it's $30 to buy one that links to an offsite and $5 that links to like a thread. So one of my things is like whenever someone on something awful mentions the podcast, I buy a, I like to buy a $5 banner ad pointing to it just to like promote the show because it's cheaper. And then that pisses off the mods and they like delete it. <laughs> like, yeah, that is very funny to me. Cause like, um, but yeah, so I, I found someone, someone was like, so, someone, someone had mentioned like, I, 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 someone was like, they should make a podcast about something awful. And then someone posted a link to my podcast. I love that. It's like, like, it's been long enough that like now, like that they kind of lost control of the narrative and now people just bring up like, oh, there's this podcast about something awful without, without whereas before I was like, fuck that guy. I'm not listening to his podcast. Like, it's very funny. So, uh, again, just, I, I really need to stop. So break time for me and then uh you know just make just again i'm glad i have somewhere to share these thoughts because like these are the things that have been turning over in my head and percolating as i like change hitomi's dog pads and like cook fred his like egg in a basket with with american cheese uh like craft slices for breakfast and stuff like again so after this after this i'm probably gonna um probably gonna go to the bathroom to make sure i didn't just kill myself inhaling all that soda (laughs) and then uh, afterwards i'm gonna record the personal episode so if you want to know what my life is like if you want to hear me probably cry a whole bunch like i am want to do that that's one of the reasons i like to edit stuff because i when i get emotional it's very easy for me to to sort of tear up and for it to get in my voice like that's one of the things i've learned is that i'm is, is about how like my voice modulation like and my autism are related and how when i get overwhelmed i lose the ability to modulate my voice and like all this time people have thought i was angry at them and yelling when i've actually like i i'm like not i'm just like it's just like my voice sounds really angry and scary because i'm not really controlling it well like that was such a big breakthrough for me to have and it was entirely because like for once in my life someone actually asked, just asked me like why are you angry and i was like i'm not angry what what do you mean and they're like you're yelling at me I'm like i'm, I'm not yelling at you and like no you you your voice you might not think you are but your voice sounds that way to me and then like like instead of just someone like being scared and fawning or like 
coming up in their mind, be like, oh, this guy's angry at me for some reason. I'm just never going to talk to them again. Like, again, going to be a great episode, but I need to take a break because I'm starting to ramble. And I really don't want to trip over the finish line and say something like really embarrassing and cancelable in the last second. Like, um, anyways, just have a happy holidays. You know, hopefully your 2023 was better than something awfuls and your 2024 will will be pretty awesome because I feel like mine is going to be. My life is, um, my life now is is awesome. I love it. Um, if my if I sound a little different, it's because this is the first time I've weighed under 300 pounds since before. I, okay, I definitely said that earlier. Yeah, I got to go now. Bye.